And I can tell a huge difference if I am not eating a whole food plant-based diet. If I go out to a restaurant, I always make sure that I order vegetables. I don't eat any meat or dairy products. Um, totally vegan. And I try to never have processed foods. This podcast does not constitute medical advice. All changes surrounding medications, diet and exercise should be made in consultation with a professional who can assess your unique health circumstances. Welcome to the Rheumatoid Solutions Podcast with Clint Patterson, helping you to live an easier, healthier and happier life. It is so fun to have you join me again whilst we explore another person's wonderful improvements with their inflammatory arthritis and learn what they have done so that we can also learn from them and implement these positive changes in our lives. Today, I've got Vicky with me, and she is from a place called Hatteras Island, which is off the coast of North Carolina. And she's just been uh, describing it to me. So I've looked it up on a map and it's a fabulously interesting land structure right off of the coast in the Atlantic Ocean. So that's where Vicky is joining me from today. Thank you so much, Vicky, for doing this interview. Thank you, Clint. Now, we don't know much uh, about your story. I only have a little email from you to say how well you've done. You've cut off your prednisone. And so why don't you give us the little trailer of what we're in for today, your before and after. Okay, so I was diagnosed five years ago, and my first symptoms were my hands would not close. They were extremely painful. It kept me up for like five nights in a row before I went to the urgent care doctor, and he put me on steroids. And um, as soon as the steroids wore off, my hands went back to aching and I couldn't close them again. So I asked for more steroids and he said, okay, one more time, but then you need to go see your primary care. So they did test and um, she tested for Lyme's Lyme's disease and rheumatoid arthritis. The Lyme was negative, the rheumatoid was positive. So she referred me to a rheumatologist. So So my before of course, I couldn't close my hands. They were painful. We live at the beach, so walking on the sand was extremely painful. After that, it started going into my shoulders. You know, by the time I got in to see the rheumatologist from June to September, I was having a lot more joint pain. I was about 50 pounds heavier back then. So um, when I started, having all these problems and the the rheumatologist put me on prednisone. He gave me a choice of three different drugs that I could take. And uh, methotrexate, one was a biologic drug and the plaquenil. So I chose the plaquenil. So he he made sure I had uh, prednisone to help with the pain and, um, Let's see, naproxen, naproxen, I use that too to help alleviate the pain. And in the process of all that, 
My mother got um, broke her ankle in the hospital. She um, had two heart attacks after that and ended up with open heart surgery. She never recouped from that. In the meantime, you know, all the stress with the RA was making it worse. So after she passed, I was like, I have to find a solution for this. So I started investigating, you know, Googling rheumatoid arthritis diets. And I came across Dr. John McDougall. And when I was listening to him, I listened to a podcast by Chef AJ. And I was like, well, I know I need to lose weight to help with this rheumatoid arthritis. So I started following Chef AJ's program. And I lost a total of 60 pounds doing her program. I since have put a little bit of it back on, maybe seven to 10 pounds, but I pretty much stayed the same weight. And I can tell a huge difference if I am not eating a whole food plant-based diet. If I go out to a restaurant, I always make sure that I order vegetables. I don't eat any meat or dairy products. Um, totally vegan. And I try to never have processed foods. But in, in restaurants, you're not always guaranteed that they're not going to add some oil or soil or other things to your food. So my reaction when I get salt to my food or not so, not so much the salt, but the oil is really bad. I have a lot of joint pain. It'll start in my shoulders or I'll wake up and my hands are a little achy. I'm like, okay, I know that I've eaten something that I shouldn't have had. And um, so I'm pretty strict on my diet. My husband calls me vegan on steroids. <laughs> Which is ironic because you got off the steroids, didn't you? That's right. <laughs> I have not used any steroids in quite a few years. Wow. Okay. All right. I just want to fill in some gaps then that I uh, need to just understand a bit more. So first of all, let's just look at, uh, or we don't need to look at, but how is your pain levels now given that in the past you had it in your hands, feet, shoulders, you couldn't walk on the beach. What, how, what's life like for you now in terms of physical ability and pain? I don't have any physical limitations. I very rarely have any pain. I ask my um, rheumatologist, let's see, I'm 60 now, so it was two and a half years ago. I asked him if I could start running. And he said, sure, tell me, come back and tell me all the marathons you ran. I was like, no, I just want to do a 5K. So I looked up chi running and learned the body mechanics to run so I wouldn't hurt my knees or my hips and my joints and stuff. And I started doing that. And I ran, I want to say five. 5Ks now. And um, yeah, so I don't have any limitations of things that I can't do. My uh, rheumatologist, he calls me his miracle patient. He said, with the numbers that, you know, the tests that they did initially to diagnose my rheumatoid arthritis, 
two of the numbers were extremely high. He said, I have less than 5% of my patients over my the history of my practice that ever go into remission with numbers as high as yours. So he says, whatever you're doing, keep on doing it. You would think his next question was, write it all down for me so I can share it with every patient I have. Wouldn't that be nice? When I first told him about the diet and um, how I had high blood pressure to start with. I was not on medication, but I did have high blood pressure. My family physician was getting ready to put me on medication. But once I started eating plant-based, my Within like two weeks, my blood pressure was totally normal. And, and uh, so he, he, I said, well, it's all because of my diet. That's how I got my blood pressure under control when I've lost this weight. And he said, okay, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. That's what he always says. He never, he doesn't acknowledge the diet part of it. So, which I find quite sad, but. That's- yeah, I just I just hear this so much. I haven't got a different different variation of my response. It's just like when the child does something naughty, you just think, how many different ways can you say, please, please don't do that? Uh, you know, um, you know that I'm all day every day dealing with my kids, and the same way, like the number of times, you know, I've had conversations with lovely folks like yourself that said, my doctor you know, says I'm the miracle patient. I'm the one that is only the one that has gotten rid of all my inflammation or my, my and I'm consistent. I'm, I don't go up and down with my inflammation. I need the lowest possible medication. Like, and, and the response is, well, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. I mean, yeah, it gets a bit old when you, when you just think, come on, pull it together, medical community, go and look at the research, go and look at the research. I mean, yeah. So like I mentioned on a, a podcast I recorded recently with another guest, um, the best way for us to educate the medical community is through the ground swell. It's through us presenting to the rheumatologist saying, this is what's possible. Here are the results. I am not this, uh, like I am going to be a growing representative portion of your patient base who now know more about the science of the gut and RA than what you do, doctor. And it's not that you're not, it's not that we're smarter. It's we're looking at the right area of the research rather than the medicines side of things. Look at this side as well. Look at all the research on the lifestyle side, because it's all there. Right. It's just, no one's looking at it. So anyway, uh, well done. Wow. I love talking to you. So, so you're, you're able to run, you've done a 5k run. You don't hurt to walk and you used to not be able to even walk on sand, which is about as soft a surface as it gets. Tell us now, uh, uh, what medication do you take? You were present originally, uh, suggested naproxen, prednisone, plaquenil, methotrexate, a biologic. Where are you at with that? So the only I don't take the naproxen anymore at all. I don't even have a prescription for that anymore. 
Um, he always wants me to have the prednisone on hand for emergency. So I do have a prescription filled in my bag that I take with me when I travel. I don't use it, but it's there. Um, and then the Plaquenil, that's all that I take. Now, if you go back to after my mother passed away and I started the diet thing, um, the reason why I really wanted to get on that diet and get my blood pressure under control and everything was he told me when I got back from our trip to Hawaii, if my if my numbers weren't down and my pain level wasn't down, that he was going to switch me to methotrexate. And I was determined I was not going to take that drug. So, um, so yeah, when I got back, he's like, oh, you're doing so good. We don't need to change your medicine. And um, he's like, we'll just keep you on the black one out of the same dose. So I have been on the same exact dose the whole time since I've been diagnosed. But I don't take any of the other drugs. Um, he did last uh, June when I saw him. I see him every six months because of me and on the platform. And um, he said, oh, you know, it's time for us to x-ray your hands and see, see how you're doing and see how your disease is progressing. And I just looked at him and he looked at my hands and he's like, but your hands look great. I don't think we really need to do those x-rays, do we? And I said, no, I don't think we need to do them either. So he said, okay, let's just skip it. You're good for now. I love that. Gosh, that's awesome. A couple of things. I just want to add some, add some context around the blood pressure before we move on. The blood pressure is one that is so typically easy to resolve that I have cautionary words inside my program that says, if you are taking blood pressure medication, you need to monitor your blood pressure closely over the first week because blood pressure issues can resolve so quickly that you can become over-medicated because your natural improvements mean that your old level of drug intake is too high. Now, I don't have personal experience with blood pressure issues, and I'm certainly not a doctor. I got that information, like yourself originally, from Dr. McDougall, who, who spoke about this at length in some of his lectures online that my wife, Melissa, and I used to sit up at night and watch one after another after another. We spent hour upon hour upon hour watching Dr. McDougall's stuff. So blood pressure is one that is, you know, it's like a gift. If someone, if someone says, my only issue is high blood pressure, what should I do? You know, the, the plant-based community are almost mobbing them to say, go plant-based, go plant-based, because it's so quick to resolve. Um, and my father is a good example of this. You know, his background uh, dietarily is, you know, meat, potatoes kind of, kind of folk growing up on a farm. And uh, that's how I was brought up as well. And so his blood pressure started to teeter on uh, outside the normal range. And uh, when he saw what I was doing with my rheumatoid arthritis, he, um, he paid attention and, and he said, do you think it'll help blood pressure? Because the doctor wants me to go on blood pressure medications. And <laughs> what's interesting is not only did he not go on those medications, but 
he has has resolved it for so long. I actually haven't had a blood pressure discussion with him for a couple of years, and it's just reminded me this Christmas I might actually ask him about it because it's been that long, and I know that he hasn't had any issues. So, you know, it's become so resolved we've forgotten about it. And isn't that remarkable? Isn't it just crazy to think that society's running around, probably 90% of the ones taking medications for blood pressure can just not have to take those meds if they change their diet. It's extraordinary. Yes, it is amazing. Yeah. So that was my little uh, excited, uh, excited ramble about blood pressure. Now, I want to ask you, what if a naysayer is listening to this and saying, oh, come on, Vicky, you're kidding yourself. It's the Plaquenil. The Plaquenil is doing this for you, Vicky. It's not the diet. How can you respond to those naysayers? Well, I can positively say it's the diet because if I have gone out to a restaurant and I've gotten oil, then I definitely will feel it within a matter of hours. As I'm sleeping, I might wake up and my thumb is aching in the morning or my shoulders are hurting and and I don't sleep as well either. So I can definitely see the difference if I if I stray off the diet. Yes. So you've got examples where if you do the wrong thing, it shows up. And what is more difficult to discern for all of us, not just you, but for everyone on medications is how much is the diet helping? How much is the medications helping? Um, but here's another way for us to explore this a little further. And I'm all in, by the way. I know it's the diet. I'm just trying to help those people who are listening to this podcast. Maybe it's the first one they've ever listened to. And they don't realize that we've got a, you know, several hundred of interviews just like yours prior where someone has uh, transformed their life eating the way that you have. But Plaquenil tends to take a few months to work, but you change your diet straight away. And within the first few months, I would imagine that you saw improvements before the effectiveness of the drug began. I would say, well, I started taking the drug and I went to him and September, so I believe it was in October because I had a month to decide on the drug. So that was in October of 2016. And then I started changing my diet. I was already eating somewhat of a, a vegan diet, but it was like a vegan junk food diet. Uh-huh. You, know, you can have potato chips and corn chips and uh, vegan fake meat, fake cheese, which you know is all full of oil and uh, salt and things like that. So I stopped all that, and that was in February, is when I actually did the whole transition. So from October to February, I was on the platinum, but I was also on several rounds of prednisone. And the naproxen too. So Wonderful. I had a right. lot of drugs on board in my system, you know, yeah. to get me under control. And 
Yeah, and they are significant drugs too. Whilst we can pick up naproxen from the local pharmacy without a prescription, you know, it's it's still you know quite significant the effect that that medication can have. And then we're talking about steroids. Then the step up from there, and uh, I've often compared, um, you know, just two or maybe let's say three or four milligram a day of prednisone. If I were to make a very very, you know, back at the envelope guess, I I believe that's that's the equivalent of about fifteen milligrams a week of methotrexate. Mm-hmm. Like I, I think that a few milligrams a day of prednisone is a is a significant. Uh, alteration to pain levels in the body uh, in the same way that, you know, a a significant methotrexate dose is. So these are are, uh, uh, non-insignificant things that you were able to eliminate from your life. And greatest testimony of all is the fact that you haven't progressed, that you haven't got worse. This defies the scientific understanding of the disease. And Plaquenil, if we think of it in the terms of some rheumatologists who come on our uh, monthly live calls in our support group, they refer to Plaquenil as vitamin P, uh, given that it's so light in a as a drug. You know, remember Donald Trump just decided to take it just for fun because he was worried about COVID, right? And they were going to roll it out as a major COVID thing because of its safety and and uh, and 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 uh, effectiveness uh, profile. So whether or not it was or not, I've forgotten the details for COVID. But, you know, it's not like you're on a massive, you know, intervention at the moment. You're on the vitamin P level. Yes. Mm. And it doesn't protect you from COVID because I did get COVID. <laughs> right. Okay. I'd like, I'd possibly like to explore that before I do. Let me consider with the thought in my mind. Have you ever had eye issues? If people are worried about Plaquenil from a, a, a vision viewpoint as one of the side effects that come up. That, that was one of my big concerns when I was choosing the the drug. I mean, I, I thought it was great that my rheumatologist was allowing me to make a choice in which drug I wanted to get started on. So when I read about the the problems with the eyes, our neighbor right next door to us was an, an eye doctor, and he had been in practice for a long time. And my husband actually was talking to him about the drugs. He said, you know, I tell her to take the Plaquenil. He said, in my practice, I, I mean, he had been practicing for like 30 years. He said, I've seen one person affected by Plaquenil. He said, that is probably the safest drug she could take. So I do go every year and get my eyes checked. And I've not had any issues at all with it. And um, the eye doctor that I'm seeing now, which was one of his associates, he's like, you're doing great on the black one. Don't worry about it. So That's consistent with the anecdotal feedback that I get. I've not had anyone tell me inside our support group or, you know, via just email to the, from the general public. Uh, anything to the contrary. I've had some people have some side effects reported to me from the drug that aren't eye related. Uh, 
but that goes for every drug. I mean, there are people who can't tolerate aspirin, for example, right? So let's not let's not sort of uh, get carried away here. Um, it sounds to me like it's going fantastic for you, and uh, a part of me, uh, the, uh, the 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 um, curiosity part of me wonders how you might even be without the drug and whether or not you are even needing the drug. But I don't want to plant a seed that we want to grow and develop unnecessarily because you're getting no side effects. The eyes are fine each year when they're checked. You you come across as you're delighted and happy and feeling good. And so it's a classic example of why mess with what's working, you know, because once the boat is rocked, it's hard to get back into the boat if we fall out. And so, um, you know, if I was in your situation, I wouldn't change anything either. I wouldn't be trying to mix things up because you've found the perfect balance and you're asymptomatic. What could be better, right? It's great. It's the ideal place to be. Uh, Let's see. Now, the oil, let's just touch upon the oil. This is a great reminder for all of us. Once again, here we go. Let's avoid all the oils and especially the restaurant oils. And whilst I sound a little bit like the parrot who's like, same thing over and over again, but when we take an oil uh, and we heat it over and over again, that's done at restaurants because, you know, they they reheat their oils multiple times, especially for, for things like fries and burgers and stuff. And the reheating, every time it's done, it massively increases the free radical load of the oil. What actually happens is that it's oxidizing the polyunsaturated fats so that they are highly reactive when they go into your body. And what this translates to is actually epithelium cell death across your epithelium layer or apoptosis, it's called, is the cells actually die, creating leaky gut, literally, you know, holes inside your intestines. And so the consequences can be dramatic. And that's, you know, I'm not sure if you listen to my summit presentation, but uh, in the Rheumatoid Solutions Summit, I talked about recovering from, you know, a major rheumatoid setback. And mine was a massive deep fried meal from a restaurant without eating it with any antioxidants, no salad, no orange juice, as I often like to do, no fruit, right? All of which contain antioxidants, which can offset a lot of those free radicals before they get to the intestines. And uh, yeah, so look, just not really too many questions on this for you, other than a, a nice sort of reminder to everyone, please, please, Avoid oils at restaurants at all costs. They are the most vicious. And um, at home, I believe zero oils is ideal, given we go to so much effort to keep inflammation down. But you know, if we're if we're really, really like <laughs> can't give up our oil, a little bit of little bit of cold pressed olive oil on a salad is far less detrimental than a restaurant oil. They're completely different beasts, but. No oils is ideal. So thanks for giving me that time to uh, to to go down that path. Um, Vicky, is there some other things you'd like to share with us that you've found to be crucial for you 
whether it be exercise, supplements, friendships, support, your strategy, meditation? Is there anything or other things that you do that you find really valuable to have such good health? Well, I I do stick to a strict diet. So um, one of the people that I found in Chef AJ's group, uh, her name's Kristen Bummer. She started the Forever Diet. So I started following her when she started her program up. I think I started the second month after she started her program. So I stay with her program. I'm in her Facebook group and I do a lot of, um, I help do a lot of support when she does. She does a thing called the plunge to try and get people onto a plant-based diet. And um, so you had to take a 14-day challenge, the plunge, and I help in the support group, help moderate that support group. Um, Kristen's a very positive person. That's one of the reasons why I really like following her. She talks a lot about meditation. So I wake up in the morning and I do some deep breathing. um, And we've gotten into this high five thing, walking by the mirror and give yourself a high five and a smile. So positive outlooks. Instead of saying, I have to do something, I I get to do this. This is my opportunity to share my testimony with you. So um, I, I like that positive feedback. Exercise. I do exercise every day. I've started incorporating a little more strength training. I'm trying to strengthen my core a little bit more. I've gotten into doing sit-ups, which I always hated, but I've, I've, I've gotten up to two sets of 30 when I do them. So I'm doing pretty good on that. I can do one minute planks. I do two one minute planks. Being 60, I feel like I'm doing great. I feel better than I did when I was 40 or 50. So I think I've got my health going in the right direction. Yeah, that is fantastic. And uh, any supplements? Because it's always a question I get. It's not something that consumes me at all. I'm I'm pretty very light with the supplements. But um, what are you doing on that front? I I usually take a supplement. it's a complement. It's a vegan supplement. It's got the B vitamins and the D vitamin. It's got the algae-based omegas in it. Um, but they had a little bit of a problem with their getting their, their um, supplies in. So they had to, they stopped production for a short time. So I, I've been out for couple weeks now, but I've still been taking uh, B12, I mean, a B, yeah, B12 supplement and a vitamin D. And that's pretty much what I take. Yeah. I do, I, I'm, I do make my own turmeric um, little capsules. I buy the little caplets on Amazon and I have a little, I don't know, have you ever made your own capsules? I, I do. have. I, have, I yeah. do the t- turmeric. I do yeah. turmeric and put a little black pepper in there. So I do use that. I do turmeric every day. Right. Yeah. It's the um, world's most messiest activity. Yes. 
It is. <laughs> but I sit and try and keep it contained in yeah, a, yeah, small, yeah. a small tray. Yeah. Do not do it over a white Caesar stone bench top. Or you will be replacing your uh, your uh, your bench tops, Uh, Vicky. This this has been tremendous. Uh, um, What else can I say? You've done amazingly well. You uh, you represent you know health so well by being active, eating right, surrounding yourself with uh, you know you know even working with people who are positive influences in your life. And uh, you're living also in a beautiful location where you can uh, enjoy nature regularly, which we shouldn't take for granted. I think that that plays a big role in health. You know, I can walk out here. Um, I'm not, I haven't got the beach in the background like your, you know, windows do, but um, I um, am able to walk out onto a massive sports field here, like a, a park. And then beyond that, just a two or three minute drive, we have the beach as well. So I think, you know, we have sacrificed other things in life to get ourselves into a position where we can live in a place that has a positive impact on our emotional state. So, you know, it's not just by accident that my wife, when I first met her as a, just as a girlfriend, she always wanted to you know, live closer to the beach than where I was when we met. And she just, you know, it's been her drive. And so I'm so grateful that she's pushed that and we've sacrificed things to be able to uh, live in a place that is close to to the beach. And you're right on it. I mean, that's fantastic. It would be a great place to do a health retreat where you are there. It'd be really amazing. Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be good for you because you could just walk out of your house. You could be one of the hosts and you could put someone up in your house for us. <laughs> yes. Vicky, thank you so much. I'll let you get back to whatever you're up to this evening, your time, and uh, just thanks again. Thank you, Clint. Thanks for listening to Rheumatoid Solutions. If you'd like to get more help to live an easier, healthier, and happier life, visit rheumatoidsolutions.com.